Today is Christ the King Sunday. I know that when you woke up this morning, that was the first thing on your mind. You jumped out of bed and you said, I can't wait to get to church to worship on this day. Christ the King or the Lord reigns is the theme of this week. And our scripture reading, one of our lectionary passages is Psalm 93, verses 1 through 5. And I want to invite you to follow along. The words are on the screen, or if you want to, you may open the Bible to Psalm 93, page 932. Hear the word of God. The Lord reigns. He is robed in majesty. The Lord is robed in majesty and is armed with strength. The world is firmly established. It cannot be moved. Your throne was established long ago. You are from all eternity. The seas have lifted up, O Lord. The seas have lifted up their voice. The seas have lifted up their pounding waves. Mightier than the thunder of the great waters, mightier than the breakers of the sea, the Lord on high is mighty. Your statutes stand firm. Holiness adorns your house for endless days, O Lord. The Word of God for the people of God. Thanks be to God. Let us pray. Lord and God, we come before you today to celebrate who you are, the fact that we are yours. We are the people of your pasture, uh, the sheep of your pasture. Lord, we thank you that you reign, and you reign supreme over all that is, over all that we can see and even that which we cannot see. Lord, you are present here today, and we invite you now to come and reign in our hearts, in our lives, in our families, in our relationships, in our work, in our church, in this sanctuary, Lord, and in our worship today. Lord, anoint this message, anoint the messenger, and anoint us all as we listen and hear what it is that you want to say to us today. Speak to us. Come, Lord Jesus, come. In your holy name we pray, and all God's people said, amen. What type of government is the best form of government? And there are all kinds of possibilities, of course. Uh, here in America, of course, we are a democracy. China is communist. Uh, Thailand is ruled by a king. England is a monarchy. Here in America, we have two main political parties. Uh, maybe you're a Republican, maybe you're a, a Democrat, uh, uh, maybe you're an Independent. Which party is better? Which party do you prefer that be in charge, that rules? There's no shortage of ideas or opinions when it comes to government. Some people support big government and other people prefer government to be small, stay out of my business. Some people want government to care for the poor, and others believe the poor should care for themselves. Leave that to the church and other agencies. Some people want government to be conservative, others to be more liberal. A federal government employee sits in his office, and out of boredom, he decides to see what's in his old filing cabinet. He pokes through the contents and comes across an old brass lamp. This will look nice on my mantelpiece at home, he thought, so he decides to take it home with him. While polishing the lamp, a genie appears and grants him three wishes. What is your first wish? 
He said, I wish for an ice-cold beer right now. Poof! He gets his beer and he drinks it. Now he can think more clearly. So he states his second wish. I wish I could be on an island with only beautiful women who adored me, the man said. Suddenly he is transported to an island somewhere in the Caribbean with gorgeous females eyeing his every move. He tells the genie his third and last wish. What is your third wish, the genie asks. He said, I wish I never have to work ever again. And poof, suddenly he's back in his government office. <laughs> Sorry. Whatever your ideas and views, probably all of us would agree that government should be fair and honest and trustworthy and it should work. Nobody wants to live under a corrupt system or an unjust system. Nobody wants politicians who lie and distort the truth. Nobody wants a government that ignores the needs of the people, and yet so often, that's what we seem to end up with. Anybody ever get just a little frustrated with Washington, D.C.? I think next time I'm going to vote for Elroy. <laughs> Write him in. If so, <laughs> I have some really good news today. As God's people, we live under another form of government, do we not? We are not elephants or donkeys. We are sheep who follow the Lord Jesus. Philippians 3.20 tells us our citizenship is in heaven. Philippians 2.10 tells us that at the name of Jesus, every knee shall bow in heaven and on earth and under the earth and every tongue confess that Jesus Christ is Lord. In our passage today in Psalm 93, verse 1, simply puts it this way, the Lord reigns. Say it with me, the Lord reigns. How many of you know that Jesus is on his throne, amen? Friends, the good news today is that we live under the government of Jesus. We are citizens and subjects in what I call the Jesus kingdom. And on this Christ the King Sunday, I want to share with you three good news characteristics of the Jesus kingdom. I invite you to take out your outline. You may want to fill it in as we go. The fact that Jesus is King and Lord means, number one, that Jesus is authoritative. Say it with me. Jesus is is authoritative. Psalm 93, the Lord reigns. He is robed in majesty. The Lord is robed in majesty and is armed with strength. The world is firmly established. It cannot be moved. Your throne is firmly established from long ago. You, O Lord, are from all eternity. What good is a king if he has no authority? Psalm 93 is a hymn to the eternal, universal, and invincible reign of our Lord. It is a confession of faith in and hope for the kingdom of God on earth, a kingdom that is here and now, at least in part, through Jesus Christ, even today. Psalm 95, for the Lord is the great God, the great King above all gods. 
Come, let us bow down in worship. Let us kneel before the Lord our Maker, for He is our God. We are the people of His pasture, the flock under His care. Psalm 100 puts it this way, Know that the Lord is God. It is He who made us, and we are His. We are His people, the sheep of His pasture. Forgive me for saying this, but sheep are not the most intelligent animals in the petting zoo. One sheep can follow another one all the way to slaughter. Sheep don't often know what's good for them, which is why we need a good shepherd. A good shepherd who leads us beside quiet waters because sheep, unaware of the danger of raging waters, can wander in and be swept right away and drown. Yes, the Bible describes us as sheep. And the Lord, our shepherd. Now, who knows better, the sheep or the shepherd? I hate to break it to you, but Uncle Sam does not have all of the answers. Only Jesus, the God of gods, the King of kings, the Lord of lords, and his words are authoritative and truthful and can be trusted. Psalm 93, verse 5, your statutes stand firm. That means that, that God's truth abideth still always. Uh, one of my... Uh, um, joys and sometimes frustrations is working with our youth here at the church on Wednesday nights, the Rock Youth Group, junior and senior high kids, very squirrely, very energetic bunch, sometimes a really naughty bunch. And they don't always listen to my words. They don't care. What are the, my words have no power sometimes with them. They don't care that I'm the pastor. Um, nobody follows my rules. And maybe you feel the same way sometimes in your life or in your work or with your spouse. Nobody listens to me. But Hebrews 4, 12 and 13 says, But the word of God is living and active, sharper than any double-edged sword. It penetrates even to dividing soul and spirit, joints and marrow. It judges the thoughts and attitudes of the heart. Nothing in all creation is hidden from God's sight. Everything is uncovered and laid bare before the eyes of him to whom we must give an account. Here's the point. If King Jesus is authoritative, then that means that I am accountable to him. And so are you. And so is every person who has ever walked the planet or ever will. We answer to a higher authority. Jesus is on the throne. Not me, not you, no person, no pastor, no politician, no president has ultimate power or authority. And yes, we should obey the authorities that God has placed over us, but ultimately it is Jesus Christ to whom we must answer. Now, if you're driving down the street and you see in the rearview mirror some flashing red and blue lights, what are you going to do? Going to push on that accelerator, put the pedal to the metal and try to outrun him? No. Unless you have one of Dan's cars. That probably isn't going to work. You're probably going to pull over and obey the law. Why? Because you know that there are consequences for not obeying authority, and they could be severe. So too, my friends, we are all accountable 
to Jesus, to his authority. Everything that we do in this life will one day be laid bare before him. And he knows it all anyway. Ecclesiastes 12, 14 says, For God will bring every deed into judgment, every hidden thing, whether it is good or bad. Uh, Philippians says, Every knee will bow and every tongue will confess that Jesus is Lord. Contrary to what American culture tells you, you are not your own God. Money is not our God. Power is not our God. Hollywood is not our God. The media is not our God. Even our president is not our God. You are not your own authority. You are not number one, but Jesus is. And so we live our lives every day before Him. I don't know about you, but sometimes I can just forget that. Even as a pastor, I work you know, most of my week and most of my hours are here at the church and working and serving God and all of these great noble things, but yet sometimes in my heart I, it, it, I can be going through the motions. And I forget to, to give, give honor and to say, Lord, I, I, I love you. Thank you for being my Lord. And Lord, I answer to you in every deed, every action, every attitude. I must give an account. A day of judgment and accountability is coming, my friends. May we then live our lives under the authority and the lordship of King Jesus. Jesus is authoritative. That's a really good thing. Number two, Jesus is all-powerful. Say it with me. Jesus is all-powerful. Psalm 93, verses 3 and 4. The seas have lifted up, O Lord. The seas have lifted up their voice. The seas have lifted up their pounding waves, mightier than the thunder of the great waters, mightier than the breakers of the sea. The Lord on high is mighty. Have you ever been to the seashore? I'm not talking about, you know, the gravel pits at George With or... Pine Lake. I mean, like a big body of water. Um, maybe like the Great Lakes, Lake Michigan or Lake Superior. I had the privilege of going to Lake Superior a couple of years ago. What a joy that was. And to see the, the waves there. Some of you know I like to travel out west, uh, Southern California, Long Beach, or Hawaii, even better yet. And I love to be on the seaside, on the ocean, on the beach. And I love to hear the water just come in. And sometimes if, if there was a wind, it's just pounding. And those waves, even in Lake Michigan, they're just crashing up on the shore and if you've ever been there maybe you have you know that that water it's not very quiet it's kind of loud sometimes it can be almost deafening there's just all of these waves crashing on the shore it's a loud a loud sound it's mighty it makes me feel small it kind of puts me in place and the psalmist says the lord's voice is even mightier and all of that, it's stronger than the breakers of the sea. The Lord on high is mighty, good God almighty. Psalm 46, 6 says, The nations are in uproar and kingdoms fall, but he lifts his voice and the earth melts. Aren't you glad that we don't have that kind of power? No president or world leader or person has ever had power quite like that. There's at least three things over which God reigns. Jesus is all-powerful over creation. 
Colossians 1 says, For by him all things were created, things in heaven, things on earth, visible, invisible, whether thrones or powers or rulers or authorities, all things were created by him and for him. He is before all things, and in him all things hold together. Do you remember your high school chemistry class studying about the, the, the atoms and a nucleus and protons and electrons or whatever? I don't know. Some of you might. All those energy levels of different things spinning around that little nucleus so fast. And, you know, think about that. None of that would hold together unless it was for Jesus. This universe and all of the planets in our solar system, the Milky Way and countless others beyond what we can even see and recognize, and, and, and we're just a tiny, tiny speck of dust, it seems, in a great ocean of our universe, and yet all of these things hold together because of Jesus. And there's a story of Jesus and his disciples, and they're out on a boat at night, and the storm comes up, and the water and the waves start crashing in, and water is lapping into the boat, and the disciples are getting frantic, and they're starting to try to bail the water out, and and, and, and then where's Jesus? So there he is, he's sleeping in the stern of the boat, wake him up, Jesus, don't you care if we drown? Jesus, come on, do something, help us out here, and Jesus gets up, and and he sees what's going on, and he, he speaks to the wind and the waves, and he says, be still. And they are. The water becomes like glass, and there's no wind. And the disciples look at each other in astonishment, and they ask each other, who is this? Even the wind and the waves obey him. Friends, in the middle of climate change and global warming and hurricanes and floods and fires and natural disasters of all kinds, Jesus is still on the throne. Amen? He is still on the throne. Jesus reigns over creation and over nations, over nations. Psalm 22, verse 30, uh, 28, For dominion belongs to the Lord, and he rules over all the nations. Psalm 47, 8, God reigns over the nations. God is seated on his holy throne. Proverbs 21, 1, The king's heart is in the hand of the Lord, and he directs it like a watercourse wherever he pleases. The good news today and every day is that Jesus is king over presidents and prime ministers and politicians and peoples of every nation, race, creed, and country. Jesus is king over China and North Korea and Russia and Iran. Jesus is king over Israel and Canada and Mexico and the United States of America. No matter what is happening on the world stage, God is still on the throne. Jesus is the king of kings Lord of lords, and God of gods. Amen? Thirdly, Jesus reigns not only over creation, not only over the nations, but over the church. And this is good for us to remember, especially in today's struggling times, because we wonder, what is the future of the church? What is the future of the church in America? What is the future of Grace Church? Are, are we going to make it? You know, God always seems to provide. We never have to wonder because our future is certain and secure 
in Jesus. Colossians 1, 17 and 18 now. He is before all things, and in things in him all things hold together. He is the head of the body. Say it with me. The head of the body, the church. Local churches may wax and wane. Local churches may come and go. But God's people, you and I, we are held secure forever. Jesus says of his sheep in John 10, 28, I give them eternal life and they shall never perish. No one can snatch them out of my hand. Nobody can pull you away from God. The church universal will stand strong and the gates of Hades will not prevail against it. Amen? Amen. And we live in this strange time where in an age of COVID and, and culture wars and an age of darkness and, and even demonic presence in our culture today and here in America. Um, and we wonder, what is the church? What is happening? And many churches are losing members and people are giving up on the church and kind of just going their own way, doing their own thing. Worship is optional if they even still believe and and we wonder, what is the future of this church? This church that Jesus died for. And I got up this morning to tell you that, that Jesus is still on the throne. That one way or another, his church will prevail. And so will those of us who are in him. We never need to worry about that. So we march forward positively in faith. Our God is greater the kingdom of the world will one day become the kingdom of our Lord and of His Christ, and He will reign forever. We know how the story ends. We have read the last chapter. And because Jesus is all-powerful, we're going to be okay. It's going to be okay. You're going to be all right. Jesus is authoritative in his kingdom. Jesus is all-powerful. God is sovereign. Thirdly, Jesus is abundant. Say it with me. Jesus is abundant. The kings of this world and leaders can sometimes be corrupt. Earthly rulers can place ego and power over what's right for the people. Sometimes they care more about self than they do those whom they govern. Presidents and politicians don't always make good decisions. They don't always have your best interest in mind. Hate to break it to you. And consequently, citizens may suffer shortages of resources or money or opportunity. There isn't always enough to meet all of the needs all the time. And despite higher taxes and big giveaways, people are still lacking but here's the great thing about King Jesus, about life in the Jesus kingdom. There is a never-ending source of abundance for all Jesus people, for all citizens, for all subjects in the Jesus kingdom. The Lord is my shepherd. I shall not be in want. The author of Ephesians says, I pray that your eyes may be open, that you may understand the riches of his glorious inheritance. 
Paul simply put it this way in Philippians 4.19, My God will meet all of your needs according to His glorious riches in Christ Jesus. Anybody remember Mr. T? Remember Mr. T? It was a wrestler, wasn't he? Was he a wrestler or one of those? Yeah, and I remember when I was a boy watching, there was a Mr. T Christmas special. Remember that? Anybody remember this? He was there, and uh, I remember this one scene where he was uh, sitting with children. He had a bunch of children around him. Good, big old Mr. T, you know, with a, didn't he have like a mohawk or something, you know? And, and he was talking with children about the Christmas story, and he made a point, which I will never forget. He said, you know, he said, I grew up in a family that was very poor. He said, we did not have very much materially. But he went on to make the point, but spiritually, he said, we were very rich. And I got the sense that maybe Mr. T is a Christian. I'm not sure of that, but it's kind of the sense of what was going on in that little scene. We may not have all of the resources we need materially. One day we will, but not on this earth. And yet we are very rich spiritually, you and me. Praise God because we have a king, King Jesus, who is kind and benevolent and always fair and always working for your good, for your best interest, all things together for good. There's no federal employee stuff here in the office. No, this is Jesus always working for your good. In the Jesus kingdom, you are never lacking. You are never poor. In fact, you are rich in God through Jesus Christ and his spirit. Our king is not selfish or concerned with ego or power. He already has all the power. I mean, he's got it all. He, he already owns everything anyway. There's no competition. There's no election to, you know, that he has to worry about. And that's why Jesus can afford to be gracious and generous. In fact, if he ever did run out of anything, all he would have to do is create more. Say the word. No shortages or supply chain issues in the Jesus kingdom. And because Jesus is abundant, so are we. He said in John 10, I have come that you may have life and have it abundantly. How many of you know God provides? He is the Jehovah Jireh, the provider of all that we need. And according to James, all we have to do is ask him. You do not ask because you do not ask. Or you do not have because you do not ask, so ask. And Jesus invites us into this very astounding promise. In Matthew 7, verse 7, Ask and you shall receive. Seek and you will find. Knock and the door will be opened. You see, in the Jesus kingdom, we are never lacking. The Holy Spirit is ours. We have an infinite source of love and joy and peace, and patience and kindness and goodness, gentleness and faithfulness and self-control and, and the fruits of the Spirit. They are ours. As Almighty God... He is able. As a loving father, he is willing. Good 
God Almighty. Today is Christ the King Sunday. And as we are reminded today of kind of three basic characteristics of the Jesus kingdom, Jesus is authoritative, Jesus is all-powerful, Jesus is abundant, which of these three strikes you? Which of these three is one that maybe you need to ponder more this week? Maybe you've been kind of living your life and not really thinking a lot about Jesus and saying, well, I can do what I want. You know, that's kind of our American way. You know, I'm free. I'll do what I want. And, and maybe your freedom is not, what you do is not honoring to Jesus. And we need to remember that what we do every, every day is, is something we're going to give an account for. Jesus is authoritative. Maybe, maybe you're worried about life and you're just thinking, man, this world is just going nuts. And today is the day to be reminded that Jesus is all-powerful. God's got this. Maybe um, you wonder what kind of a king this Jesus is. And you need to be reminded today that our God is a, a benevolent God. That Jesus is a giving king. And he takes that bread and he breaks it in half and he breaks it in half and he breaks it in half. And all of the resources that we could ever need and more are ours through Christ. We live in kind of dark times. But I have hope. I'm an eternal optimist because I know that Jesus is on the throne. Lord, we come before you today and we just thank you you are indeed King of kings and Lord of lords. That you reign. You reign supreme over everything that is. You set the planets in motion. You spun the earth. You established the sun and the moon and all of the many stars and galaxies. Lord, you hold this world in your hand as if it were but a grain of sand. And all of our lives, from cradle to grave, are also in your hand. Every day, that not even a hair can fall from our heads without you knowing about it, without it being your will. And so, Lord, in these desperate times, times of confusion and chaos and COVID. We just come before you, Lord, to say we need you. And so convict us where we need to be convicted and comfort us where we need to be comforted today. We give our lives to you in Jesus' name. Amen.